And now I have the absolute pleasure of welcoming Jamie Stock, who is a graduate alumni from Standard Bank. We know that from our side, in terms of business, it makes sense to empower women in driving Africa's growth, making sure that we address any gender imbalances in our organization. Jamie, welcome to Power Talk. Thanks so much for having me on the show and good morning to all the Power FM listeners. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, please tell us about your career journey so far at Standard Bank and how you came to be here and why finance. Cool. So I started at the bank at the beginning of last year after I finished my honours in actuarial science at Stellenbosch. Um, and I started with the grad program. So I was in the global markets, corporate investment banking program. And then at the start of this year, I moved on to my current permanent role, which is in the sales and structuring space for Africa regions. So basically we design or structure and price um, financial products for entities like corporates or institutions or governments all over Africa regions. So I actually got a bursary from Standard Bank in my honours year at university. So it was such a great introduction to the bank and its culture um, and a really good opening for me to then apply to the grad program. And why finance? (laughs) Multiple answers to this, but it's just, it's such an exciting space. Um, You know, markets are always changing. They are never, um, maybe rarely, if ever, predictable. And I think that there's so much space to grow and opportunity to grow, which is an overused term. Um, But yeah, we have new markets developing every day. We have new asset classes. We have new players in the finance industry like fintechs. Um, We have digitalization. We have cryptocurrencies, all things that are shaking up the landscape. And I think it forces existing players um, to really keep evolving, to stay abreast of any changes and, and, you know, lead the market in that way. So I think a really exciting space. Thank you, Jamie. I think I'm actually quite uh, pleased because global markets is a, a space that's predominantly been viewed as only being uh, only when or, or where only men succeed. So I'm loving the change and I'm loving seeing uh, young women coming up. And it's quite interesting because uh, as I, when I was growing up, um, academic, when we were choosing what we we're going to study, some of the, the what's available now was not something that we even thought of. So it's great to see you guys coming up. Uh, of interest, this is a question that I want to, and I've asked you this before, um, I want to know, you know, it's very important what we choose in terms of what we do for our careers. But I think more importantly is the boat, you know, where you choose to practice your craft. Why Standard Bank? So this answer is threefold. Um, So firstly, practically, Standard Bank has the largest trading floor in Africa. Um, So it's an amazing space to learn about this type of work and then also to get exposure to some of the most exciting deals happening in Africa. Um, Exciting because of their sheer size or their complexity or just their uniqueness because, you know, Standard Bank's able and willing to make a market in places where most other players wouldn't be. Um, And then secondly, Standard Bank's focus and vision is very much Africa-centric, which aligns to my personal vision. I think there's so much space and room to grow and develop in in Africa or for Africa. And, you know, money and investment often drives that growth. And I think there's, there's an opportunity to make a real change there. 
And then thirdly, more of a soft factor. So I spoke to people who had worked at the bank before um, or were currently working there. One of them was actually my uncle who had worked in global markets for a stint. Um, and they spoke so highly of the culture there, the open door policy and just a friendly work environment that you wouldn't just naturally associate with investment banking at large. So yeah, I've had such a positive experience thus far. I guess that's why some of us have been there for years and years. In fact, at Standard Bank, we, t- we have a term we called lifers. Those people have been there for years and years. Thank you, Jamie, for that. I think uh, from those of our listeners who possibly might be keen um, to join a Standard Bank, um, do you want to share about your experience a little bit, maybe in terms of the graduate program, what are the processes that you had to go through? I know that at Standard Bank, we have learnerships, we have internship. But this graduate program is the one that's um, highly, highly sought after. Uh, your experience there in terms of how you found it, there's no right or wrong answer in terms of uh, was it a rigorous process? Did you enjoy it? What was the competition like? So, yeah, like I mentioned, I, I got the bursary. Um, so it was a natural sort of progression to be able to apply for the grad program. Um, there is a career portal on the website that you can go look at the learnership opportunities, bursaries, um, the grad program, etc. So what happens is you apply initially, you have some short interviews. There are a couple of round of interviews. Um, it was quite a rigorous and competitive process. But one thing that really stood out through it all, um, through all sort of the interviews and the problem solving, assessments, etc., was just how friendly everyone was, um, everyone conducting the interviews, and how um, competent they came across as well. To someone who's leaving university, I was quite overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, you could tell from the culture and, and even chatting to the interviewers about you know why they work at Standard Bank, why would they recommend this bank over others, etc. It was just nice to hear that people had been there, like Leeds said, for years. Um, and they were so happy and it was just a, a welcoming environment from the offset. Um, and then during the grad program, you get the opportunity to rotate around the global markets floor um, for this program specifically. So you can spend time with different desks or teams um, and you can learn about and sort of see all the different aspects and functions that make up the sales and trading floor as a whole. Um, which I realized after I had rotated to a couple of posts that my understanding of you know, global markets or trading floor was quite shallow coming out of university and starting work. Um, so it was really amazing to be able to be involved in a range of different projects, et cetera, and work with a range of different people from traders to you know, your sales side people and all very different personalities, but a lot to learn from each of them. I know about those different personalities. It's a mixed bag in global markets. I guess that's why it's fun. Um, I just think, I, I, I think there's a part that possibly, that's possibly understate, under, underrated, the role of mentors. I remember when I started in financial markets, really, when I say this, I was the only one who looked like me. Uh, I was black female uh, and amongst men. Uh, and I always felt that if there was uh, somebody that I could have uh, looked up to, somebody that could have been my sounding board, somebody that could have helped me um, potentially guide me in my choices and the decisions that I had to make, uh, my journey potentially would have been a lot smoother. Um, But I think in your space, can you tell us a little bit about who your role models are, if you have any mentors, and why 
um, you look up to those people. Sure. Yeah, I think we luckier or more fortunate in this generation because things have changed. I think there's still room for improvement, but things have changed so much. Um, just walking onto the floor, you see a a varied mix of different types of people, different genders, etc. Um, so you don't feel ever like you don't belong. Um, and there are plenty of people that look like you and that are like you for you to look up to. Um, Role models wise, I don't have, I've never had one specific role model, but I've admired various traits in a range of people. Um, we have amazing women CEOs today of, of YouTube, of Bumble, um, General Motors, um, mm-hmm. who are really inspiring. But then also taking it back, if we think about women who had to, you know, pave the way for all of this yes. to happen. You have Susan B. Anthony, you have... Um, you have Rosa Parks, you have more recently Malala, um, and they fought for women's rights and other minorities or, or minorities' rights um, in a time and a space where it was really not popular. And I think that takes a lot of courage, and I admire that. Thank you, Jamie. I think my other question for you, Um, I'm mindful that not everyone that is possibly listening to us today has an idea of what uh, this global market space looks like. And I'm going to give my fish a stint of what I think to describe it and it can come in. Mm -hmm. So when you come into Standard Bank uh, on the first floor, there's this big, big open plan room that looks like uh, a soccer field almost. That's just full of desks. You think that you're in school. And there's a reason that it's designed that way. It's for the flow of information. So we sit across each other and people are actively uh, trading and some of the people may see you on TV. But it's really just an open plan where there's a lot of laughter, there's a lot of uh, noise, there's a lot of work that's taking place. And uh, it is really quite a, uh, a welcoming and I think very comfortable space for us that work in there. But I do have one other question for you, Jamie. What advice would you give to other young women wanting to join Standard Bank in the finance space? Hmm. Um, I think we have, as females, we have a lot of opportunity today. And, and you know, there will be so much more in future too, to really get involved in this space. And if we think back to what I said about the, you know, banking and finance space that's changing so much, it's forcing existing players, be it organizations or actually, you know, the employees in this industry or that were previously in this industry, which was, you know, or is still typically male dominated. There's now a lot of room for females to come in and to bring new perspectives and new ideas um, and really shake up the industry and help to deal with all the challenges um, we spoke about before, you know, and how, how everything's changing. And I think that's something we can't take for granted. I think that not that there's anything or, you know, there's, we have to set out to prove anything, but I think to really work hard and to realize that this is an advantage that we haven't always had and we can really make real change in the space. I think to just remember that and really give it your all. Thank you, Jamie. Um, and I just want to remind our callers that you can uh, join us here. We want you to be pleased, be part of these conversations. Please feel free to ask us any questions. And I'm going to give you um, the lines uh, shortly. But I do believe that we have a caller on the line. Please, Entle, welcome. You've got the mic. 
What would you like to ask Jamie? Good morning, Linda. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad you're on our airwaves. Thank you. It's quite interesting to hear black women who are heading big industries like your standard bank. Oh, thank it's, you. It's quite um, lifting. Okay, my question is, what's your take with regards to professional bodies, especially the financial professional bodies? We see a lot of students qualifying, uh, getting their results, and becoming uh, chartered accountants. But what what are you doing to them? Are you really pushing them towards a corporate world, or you're encouraging them to be on their own? I'm not into finance, but I'm very interested in knowing what these financial uh, industries are doing with those uh, results, with that cream of the crop that now universities are producing, especially black people. They are more into professional bodies now, especially psycho. Um, Anthony, I want to make sure we understand your question because I'm looking mm-hmm. at Jimmy and I think both of uh, both he and I are just trying to get a sense. Are you asking mm-hmm. us in terms of what are we doing in working with uh, with these professional bodies? Yes, especially uh, the linkage between a student that's just graduating and the student that's pushing towards having this accreditation by FICA or whichever financial institution. Is it important to you or you just want to grab people from the university and groom them. How is it important to you that a person has to have a professional body in order for the person to be recognized as a good financial person? Are you playing into those spaces? What's happening? I can see Jamie wanting to take your uh, your question, Antle. Jamie, over to you. So I can actually speak to that um, because I'm part of ASA, which is the Actu- Actuarial Society of South Africa. Um, So I'm still writing my board exams from university. We have quite a few to get through. Um, And Standard Bank has policies for all these sorts of things. Um, And I found very generous ones. So they ensure that you're a member member of your whatever professional body, be it cycle, ASA, whatever you are. Um, They pay for your membership yearly. And then they give you weeks of leave to study for any board exams that you may have. So I know last year I wrote one of my board exams. I got three weeks of leave. Um, Everything was paid for and sorted. So I think Standard Bank or or how I've experienced it is that everyone pushes you to, you know, reach your potential and to grow in your personal capacity. And then they recognize that that's only going to help the bank. Um, So I can definitely vouch for, for the bank in that way. And uh, uh, I can also say uh, I just moved roles. Uh, and in my previous role, when I was heading up institutional client business, I had a lot of uh, some of uh, my colleagues that work in our business that were doing their board exams in their accounting space. And we really do support them. And we give them the time. We actually give them the leave and we pay for their memberships. And I yeah. hope that answers your question. Are you happy? It does answer my question. And I'm happy that uh, you even are pushing them towards joining uh, professional bodies because they really shape us, those professional bodies. As much as more people won't understand it, but they do shape us in terms of ethics and terrorists. Yes. No, we appreciate that. Thank you. We do support that. And I do see that we have another caller on the line. Sam from Rosebank, you're on air. Please come and join us. You've got the mic. Yeah, good morning. Morning. Uh, my question is, um, my daughter is doing um, grade 12. 
So yes. she's interested in finance, you know, and, you know, sometimes the guidance is lacking because kids they just want to finish matric and then that's it. I want to go to university. What advice would you give to say, look, if you want to move to the space of financial analyst or uh, CA, what do you need to focus on to make sure that, you know, you, 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 you can able to, you know, carry on with your, your, your universities and after university you can get a job, things like that. Just a bit of advice on those things. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at it, and I'll and I'll, I'll I'll let Jamie also share her views. So one thing I've actually realised in my career, what I've seen is people making sure that they bring their kids to work, uh, to give them exposure. And I know that we've done that a lot, even at Standard Bank, for, because it actually gives them a, an idea of what the practical world looks like. It also helps shapes their shape their thinking in terms of what career they want to choose, and also what finance is like. And I think those are things that should be encouraged. And I'm happy if you want to, uh, I can I can get the Power FM team to show share my number. I'm very passionate about young girls. Uh, I do a lot of mentoring, and I really quite appreciate people joining our space. So I would really be happy to help you there, Sam. I think exposure is everything, and yeah, I think the sooner uh, the better. Uh, because Thank it you. actually, and it, it comes through uh, when people are being interviewed. You can tell yes. that this person has an idea of what they're talking about. And also it's interesting. It's, it's, it, and you also want to make sure that your daughter is involved in more than just uh, the schoolwork. So yes. get exposure yes. and do extra uh, work and join other clubs that are out there if possible. But I'd be happy to get the Power FM people to give you my number and I can get in touch with you after this. But Jamie, over to you. What are your thoughts? No, I agree completely. And maybe just touching on that, if, if you don't have parents that work in finance and you don't have the opportunity to you know, visit them in their workspace and learn from there, there are multiple companies that offer you know, like vacation work and holiday programs, etc., where kids that are or people who are starting university or still in high school can actually go and job shadow and learn more about the industry and what's happening. Um, because at school, yeah, you, you get a very shallow idea of how things actually work and what what roles actually entail if you're not seeing it and exposed to it so i think there is a lot of opportunity offered offered by companies there thank you jamie sam i hope that answers your question uh, as i said you can reach out to me i think we're going to take a quick break but please stay tuned we'll be right back the 2022 987 Woman Takeover. Catch up on all your favorite podcasts on Power 987.0.za, wherever you are, and listen at your convenient time. Power 98.7. Now we're talking. Welcome to Back to Power Talk. So, Peter, I hope you're happy. Right now, if you see me, I've got a stiff neck. I'm trying to make sure I don't miss anything. We've got Stephen on the line. Stephen, please come and join us. We'd like to hear from you. What's your question? Uh, good morning. Um, I just wanted to find out what is the standard bank take regarding the introduction of the financial literacy at primary level. Uh, the reason why I'm actually saying this is because... Uh, I have personally think of that and say that now. When my son started doing grade one, I started actually open up an account for him, but not only my institution, and then make sure that it 
when she reached 11 years, then I'm going to give him the cut and to, so that he should be able to can start now monitoring and managing it. And he has already indicated that he want, wanted to open up another account, which will be a sort of an investment account. So I, I also wanted to find out that Standard Bank has got that kind of product where he can now personally take responsibility of saying, okay, my, 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 my account, my savings account, must have this minimum amount. Once it reaches over that, then I must transfer this money to, uh, to, the, to the investment account, or we can call it a future 32 days or whatever we can call it. I love your question, uh, Stephen. It reminds me of my son. He called Ella to open the show. So I have a rule in my family. Uh, Funny enough, now you're going to make me talk about Ulivi. She's my favorite human. She's my niece. She's just 10'5". I have a rule. When kids turn six in my family, I start, everyone has a piggy bank. You can never start too early. And I always say this to them, compound, don't, over, don't underestimate the value of compound interest. So I always tell the kids, if I give you 100 bucks and you've kept the 100 bucks by your next Christmas, that means I double it. You should see the race. Nobody wants to take their money out because everyone knows that until it, I still have my 100 bucks and I've put 20 rand more. So they know that they're going to get double that amount. We actually have to teach our kids financial literacy early. And yes, this is something that we promote at Standard Bank. And I'm not going to be the expert here, but I do know that there's, that there's opportunities in terms of accounts you can take where actually they are tax-free and especially for a kid that's still in grade one. So imagine if you can actually invest in these uh, uh, tax-free savings accounts that the bank has. You actually have up to, I think, I stand to be corrected, about 33000 or 36000 that you can put, and it's tax-free. And you start putting that money for your child in that account. Literally, by the time they're older, you can imagine what they'll be able to have. So I'm a big supporter of teaching kids financial literacy. It is something that I'm really, really passionate about, and I think it actually helps them. You are also teaching yeah. them to save. Yes, no, but now the other thing that I was actually asking was that uh, what is what, what can, in a way, Standard Bank get um, sort of involved in actually encouraging the Department of Education to can actually, instead of running to coding and robotics and then start actually putting the financial literacy at the beginning of the foundation so that we should be able to can have people that are going to participate in the economics. Because if you don't actually contribute anything in the economic system, you cannot, you don't have a say in any in that system. So that was the future that, that, that I'm seeing that we need to have this uh, tough-minded young people that go up in the, in the, in the, in the environment that where they, they need to take decisions and make sure that the decision that they take, it is not for now, it is for, for the better of their life and all those other things. So that's my, just what I was actually saying, that if okay. Senate Bank could actually be partnering with any other institution to encourage or to go to the school, to the, to the, to the Department of Education, mm-hmm. so that we are really in, 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 in together on actually starting to look at the programs that we can actually develop for the primary level so that we should have a kid that are not actually going to be surprised by the financial statements and the income statements when they are at tertiary level. Uh, I, we're going to answer your call just after this. I've got another caller who has a question for Jeremy. And Commissioner Pam, come through, and I know we're going to be able to answer your questions, guys, after we go to news. Commissioner, what's your question? Okay, um, good morning. morning. I just wanted to find out, because I also 
I'm also a graduate in finance. I have honors in finance uh, from UK. And so what I've, I've picked up from the posts that come out from a lot of employers that they're not differentiating from finance and accounting. So we end up being, um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure the whether I can use, but we end up not getting the job that I'm supposed to get because normally they'll say that at least have accounting now. And accounting is my major. My major is finance. That's where I get like money and banking, financial markets, corporate finance, portfolio management. So how do you then um, put us in your space, like as as Standard Bank? How do you make sure that you differentiate between finance and accounting in your posts when you're advertising? Because we end up doing admin jobs. Okay. With our with our qualifications. Commissioner. I've got your question. We're going to try and answer that when we come back. We've just got to go to news. We'll be right back. Power Talk 987 Women is proudly brought to you by Standard Bank. It can be. Welcome back to Power Talk. Jamie's just going to answer Kumisa's question. Uh, please, over to you, Jamie. Yes, they actually... T- very separate grad programs. Um, there's the accounting program that runs for three years, and that's if you studied accounting um, and if you're a member of SICA and you're on your way to becoming a CA. So it's essentially the equivalent of doing your articles at sort of an auditing firm. And then within the CIB program, so whether you're going to apply for global markets or investment banking or whichever stream within global markets, you can on Standard Bank's website and the career portal, you can actually see the qualifications and degrees that they accept for each of those programs. So it's quite nicely laid out on there, but it's yeah, two very distinct programs. I hope that helps. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jamie. Um, and we're very much aware that we're still going to go back to Stephen's question later on in the show. Just to remind our listeners, you can uh, dial our studio line 0861-987-000. You can catch us on Twitter at PowerFM987, hashtag PowerTalk and hashtag 987Women.